0: Let's pray as we get into his word right now. Father, we pray that as we share the message that you you prepared for us today, the Lord will speak to us. This is your word. We are your people. You are the teacher. Our hearts are open to you. The Lord, you may speak to us. I pray, Heavenly Father, that I may decrease as you increase. That I may not be seen, but you may be seen. That I may not receive the glory, but Lord, you may receive the glory as you you speak to our hearts today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, this morning, uh, I want us to share the Word of God. And uh, the Word of God, first of all, I want to say is going to be entitled, the message itself, Knowing God as the Father. Now, the word father describes one who gives life, one who creates, one that things originate from. I believe that all of us, we are in existence as a result of a father, uh, I will say, the seed that came through the father into the woman, and then the woman gave birth to us. So the father exemplifies one who... uh, finds one who originates and we each one of us have a physical father and in most cultures it is customary that every one of us carries the name of our fathers i don't know so much of of the united states but in in kenya most people have at least three names and the third name will always be the name of the father that carries the the family name and it continues generations after generations And we naturally call our fathers either daddy or papa or, you know, whichever name, dad, and just to uh, signify the closeness that we'll have with our physical father. But I have to say, sadly, some of us have never had very good experiences with their physical fathers. And so when the name father is mentioned, they kind of think of, If God is a father, then I do not want a relationship with him because of the experiences that they may have had with their fathers. And and today, there are many people that they may have negative experiences because of negligence of their fathers, because of absentee fathers, or maybe because of the abuse that they experience in the hands of their fathers, or... Just any other reason. But I want to tell you friends this morning that it doesn't matter the relationship you may have had with your physical father. We are talking about God our father who loves us. God our father who cares for us. God our father who is always present uh, uh, and and concerned about our well-being. God our father From whom we came and our life originated. So that's what we want to think about this morning. God the Father. The source of the truth, the source of love, and the source of our existence. Who is this God like as our Father? What character can we talk about this God our Father? You know... Jesus himself talks about this father in John chapter 1 verse 18. And these are the words he says, No one has ever seen God, but the one and the only son who himself, God, is the closest relationship with the father, has made him known to us. And we can know this God, our father, through his son, Jesus Christ, who came here on earth to die for our sins. We'll be looking at some passages. One of the passages is John chapter 1, verses 1 to 13. And uh, maybe because of time, I might not be able to read the whole of that passage. But even if you read just verses 12 of John chapter 1, the Bible says, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. That means when we become the children of God and He becomes our Father. So Jesus is able to reveal Him to us as our Father. What does knowing God as our Father therefore mean to us? One, I want to say God the Father is the source of all life. God the Father is the source of all life. Isaiah chapter 42 verse 5. Brings it clearly and says, Thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I don't know whether every day you live your life, you acknowledge that the breath that you breathe comes from God that He is the source of your life and your existence. It doesn't matter what other people say out there on how they came into being. And there are so many teachings out there that discredit God as being the source of life. And the reason why some people will want not to recognize this is because they don't want to be responsible to this God. But we know that He's the source of our life, And therefore, we are responsible to him. We are answerable to this God who is in charge of our lives. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 to 15 says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus, from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. The whole family in heaven and earth. That just shows us that here on earth we become the sons of God when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore, uh, He is our Father. Many, many scriptures will help to explain that. That uh, He is the one who is the source of life to us today. In a more general sense, we say that God is the Father of life in both heaven and on earth as well. The Bible reveals that the father is the supreme authority over all that happens. He is in charge and he is in control and there is nothing that is out of his hand. Being the father and the source of life, then he watches over your life. And he cares for every detail concerning you. When our brother was praying, he said that the father knows even the number of hair on your head. And he knows even when one piece drops down. That is how concerned the father is. And he says that he knows all that he created. That even when one sparrow from heaven falls down on the earth, God knows and understands. That is the father that we need to have a relationship with. That is the father that we are responsible and we are answerable to. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 to 18 brings it very clearly that He is supreme over all, and all that exists is existing as a result of Him, and nothing exists without Him. Allow me to read that from the Bible, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 18. This is what the Bible says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by Him all things were created. In heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Praise the Lord. In him all things hold together. I mean... There is nothing that takes God by surprise. Everything in your life, God, who is the source of life, knows and understands. Because He's the source of life, therefore He's in control over all things. He created all things for you and for me, for our own good. God, our Father, is the source of life And the reason why we exist. Praise the Lord. Every day you live you need to recognize that he is the one who sustains you. He is the one who holds all things about you together. So number one, God the Father is the source of all life as we say so. Number two, God as our Father wants an intimate relationship with us. Uh, the New Testament are full of passages declaring God as our loving heavenly Father who wants an intimate relationship with us. When we talk about the lord 's prayer, Jesus himself says that when we go to God, we say, "Our Father in heaven to declare that indeed is our Father, and when we go to Him in prayer, we know we are spending time with a loving a caring God who hears our prayers and who answers our prayers. That none of your prayers that you offer to him will go in vain. No wonder he says that if our earthly father, if the son or the daughter goes and say, Ask for bread, he will not give stone, or if ask for fish, he will not give snake. How much more your God in heaven will not give you what you ask of him? Praise the Lord. You know, that is my comfort that I know a father that I can go to and talk to anytime, about anything, anywhere, and he will always be listening to me. It's not like any other that you can reach out and they may not be found. You know, like now we have phones that we can call. But sometimes you call someone that you love and you care for and you want help and they tell you, they cannot be reached now. In Swahili, they say, mteja hapatikani kwasasa. In English, I think he says, the person you are calling cannot be reached now. But you know what? God can be reached 24-7. Praise the Lord. He can be reached 24-7. Anytime you reach out to him, this loving father will be there waiting just to listen to you. He wants an intimate relationship with you. Jesus and Paul declares God not just as Father, but he declares Him as Abba. Uh, yesterday somehow uh, when I was staying in, uh, we were in uh, Mganga's family, and Lois was reading the devotion, and ironically, this is what he read about God being Abba. Now the word Abba comes from Aramaic word which. Somehow has no simple explanation from the English word, but often said to mean "daddy." Now the word "daddy" brings the intimacy and closeness a child will have with his father. It is much more deeper than just saying "father." When you use the word "daddy" or "abba," brings the out uh, the, the, the the meaning of the so closeness. That you may have with your father, and therefore God is our father, but God is our daddy. He's our, in other languages, our papa. He is someone that we can, you know, run to just the way we are. He doesn't care of who we are or how we are, with our dirt, with our sinfulness, with our faults, with our weaknesses. He will not hesitate to welcome us. He will not hesitate to give us a hug and say, my daughter, my son, I love you. You know, I I teach also a bit of parenting, and sometimes I tell parents to enjoy their children when they are children. Uh, My children now are like grown up in a way. But I remember those days that I would go home and they would run to me. Immediately I get into my gate, they would run, and, and I would not hesitate, however dirty they were. They might have played with mud and they are like, and I'm putting on my suit when they will come, I will still just hold them up. Because they are my children, isn't it? And That's what God is to us. And today, because of that relationship, he's welcoming you to him. And he's saying, my daughter, my son, I don't care who you are and what you have done. I don't care where you are in your life now in, and in my relationship with me. I love you. I care for you. And my arms are wide open to you that you can run in and I will just welcome you. That's how much this God is to us. Our daddy, our Abba. God the Father wants that father child relationship with us. He wants us to know that He cares that much. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Uh, he talks about that, and he talks about we can go to him and call him Abba Father. When you look at Holman concise Bible commentary, he says, and I think I've already kind of mentioned this, that when we say Abba is bringing in or implying g- great familiarity and great intimacy that we may have with our God, amounts uh, complete exp- uh, expository dictionary uh, says that it is a term of endearment used within a family circle, that closeness. So God, our Father, wants us to know Him not as a cold, as a distant, as unconcerned Father, but He wants us to know Him as someone who is warm, someone who is affectionate to us, Someone who cares and loves us. Someone who wants a personal relationship with us. He is concerned and he loves us. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you know him to that extent as your father. And then the the third thing that I want to say, God as our father loves us. And that should even go without saying, but I think we need to be reminded every now and then. Because sometimes we doubt that love. And this is not a, like a love that human being gives, which is conditional. You see, sometimes human beings will say, "I love you if," isn't it? "I love you when," "I love you," in you know. But God does not say if or when. God loves you. Jeremiah thirty-one verse three says, "I have loved you with an everlasting love." His love for you does not depend on what you do or what you don't do. His love for you is unconditional. His love for you is eternal. His love for you is forever. And he wants you to know that as, his, as your father, he will always love you. When we teach children, we think Jesus loves you, this I know. And there's a part which says he loves me when whether I am when I'm good and he loves me when I am bad, but the bad things that I do makes him sad, but he still loves me, and that is our God who loves you uh, that much. J.I. Parker, I love his books, and especially one of the books he writes about knowing God. He says, "To be right with God, the Judge, is a great thing." But to be loved and cared by God the Father is greater. Praise the Lord. You know, to to just know that I am right with God who is the judge, and which is a great thing for sure, but knowing that this God loves me and cares for me is much more greater. And I think Christians today need to be reminded that God loves them no matter what. Are there times you feel lonely? Are there times you feel no one cares? Are there times you feel not loved? Are there times you you feel pain and sufferings that this world brings our way? Even in that, I want you to remember, there's a God who loves you. Praise the Lord. And this God who says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That I am with you always. And when God says it, he means it. You know, God has shown his this love in many ways. One of the ways he's shown this love is giving his life for us, isn't it? John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he did what? Gave his only son. So one way he has shown his love is giving his life for us. But another way that he shows this love is rewarding us and promising us reward. If you look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it talks about without faith it is impossible to please God. But then when it goes on, he says, God rewards those who walk after him and those who follow him. This God who loves us has shown his love by wanting to communicate with us. He communicates with us through His Word, the Bible, but He also allows us to communicate with Him through prayer. No wonder He was teaching His disciples, come to me and say, our Father in heaven. He communicates. But He also is willing to correct us and show us when we go wrong. And that is what Hebrews 12 says, that He is willing to correct us and guide us. But the ultimate gift Is the eternal life that he gives us when we believe in him. And the greatest gift that shows that this God loves us. So God the Father loves you. Now in summary, as we finish this message today, how does this change your life? Knowing God the Father, how does this change your life? Number one, it reminds me That I am constantly loved by him. I am constantly loved by him. And therefore I can rest securely on that love for now and for eternity. And nothing will ever change that. Praise the Lord. That is one thing that it can mean. The other thing it can mean that because this God loves me, he will always provide for me. God will provide your daily needs. That is what He promises in, in His Word. When we go to Him again in the Lord's Prayer and we say in verse 11, Give us today our daily bread. God is faithful to do that. God does not promise to give you everything you want, but He promises to give you what you need. Praise the Lord. Unfortunately, we think that He's not so caring because he doesn't provide what we want you know and we have so many wants but he provides what we need and that is what he promises but he doesn't only provide what we need god will provide his presence to go with us his presence is always there to accompany us in what we do and where we go and and he promises that in his word when we we, god never leaves us to walk alone You never walk alone because he's there. No wonder he says when you walk through the shadow of the valley of death, my rod will comfort you and staff will comfort you because he never allows us to walk alone. He is always there. So he provides his presence. But he also provides his power. Power for us to live for him. Power to serve him. Power to overcome the temptations That we face here in the world. So we can know that God our Father will be a provider in these areas. But also we can know that God the Father forgives us our sins. Praise the Lord. And you can go to him with whatever sin it is and he will forgive you. I don't think I can even overemphasize this. If you are a Christian, he says, if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If you have not believed in him, he says, call unto me and I will forgive you. I will save you. You know, that is all that he needs for you. Just to have that simple faith and say, Lord, I know I am a sinner. My sin separates me from you. But I believe that you died, Jesus, on the cross for my sins and rose again. And I just come to you that you may forgive me and cleanse me from all my unrighteousness. And God will exactly do that. God the Father is willing to forgive you and forgive you and set you free. And finally, God the Father, knowing he means that there is hope for today and hope. For the future. Praise the Lord. You can have an assurance that there is hope. There is no need to fear the future. There is no need to fear death. There is no need to fear what you are going through. Because you have your faith in Jesus. There is hope for eternity. Praise the Lord. And I think if there is anything else I lose in this world. I pray that I do not lose that hope that I have eternity secured with him. And that is what you need to know, friends, that there is hope, hope that he gives us, and this hope, therefore, will give us great security and great peace in our hearts as well. John 14, he says, I've gone to prepare a place for you that where I've prepared, then you can come and live with me as well. J.I. Parker once again says this, There is no peace like the peace of those whose minds are possessed with full assurance that they have known God. And God has known them. And that this relationship guarantees God's favor to them in life through death and on forever. Praise the Lord. Friends, knowing God the Father is a great source of of peace, great source of assurance, and hope in our lives. As a believer today, life can be challenging. We are living in times that standing up for your faith is not easy. Our faith is tested all around us. And it is so easy to be swayed and fall to what the world wants us to be and the systems of this world. But we can stand firm on this hope that God has given us. That even if it means, therefore, giving up our life for the sake of the faith, then let it be. Because we have a better home in heaven that God the Father has prepared for us. So this morning, I don't know if you know him as your father and through these things that you've talked about that you can know Him that is the source of your life, that you can know that He wants an intimate relationship with you, and that you can know that He loves you. Once again, I end by giving a quotation which says that if you want to judge how well a person understands Christianity find out how much he makes of the thought of being God's child and having God as his father. If this is not the thought that prompts and controls his worship, his prayers, and his whole outlook of life, it means that he does not understand Christianity very well at all. For everything that Christ taught, everything that makes the New Testament new and better than the old, everything that is distinctively Christian as opposed to merely the law is summed up in the knowledge of the fatherhood of God. Father is the Christian name of our God. And this father is here today. Just to show you how much he cares for you. So I want us just to think through this as we pray and end our message today. I'm not sure what's going on in your life that probably have made you doubt this God as your father. That he loves you. That he cares for you that is concerned about your well-being. I don't know what is it that is testing your faith that makes you feel that this God is distant, this God is absent, this God does not care. But you know what? You can come to him today and tell him, God, thank you for reminding me that you are concerned, that you are not distant, that you are right here with me in whatever it is. However difficult the situation is, that God, I can be reminded that you are here with me. How about we just bow our heads and go before him in prayer? Probably just whisper prayer. Maybe there's someone you know that you, you think they're doubting God's presence in their life and God's love, and you want just to say a prayer on their behalf. How about just go to him and say, God, thank you. Thank you for reminding me of these truths. Thank you that you care for me. Thank you that you are concerned, that you are involved in my life. Thank you because you are my Abba Father. You are my daddy. You can talk to him. and Thank God that he's there. He's listening to your whispers. He's listening to those prayers that you offer to him. Maybe you are here and you've never believed on the Lord Jesus as your Savior. You've not made this God be your father. You're saying, that's exactly what I want to do. I don't want to live apart from him. I want to know him as my daddy. You no, know, you can go to him in prayer this morning. Just say, Lord, I come to you as, your ch- as someone who knows that I am a sinner. And I'm just believing in you today I pray that you may forgive me I pray that you may cleanse me From all my unrighteousness I pray that you will make me your child I choose to believe in you today If you want someone to talk with you About the same I believe you can meet the elders After this service They will be willing to pray together with you Father We thank you We bless you and we honor you for your faithfulness and your goodness and your love. At times, Lord, when life becomes tough, when we go through challenging moments of life, when we experience pain in this world, when we experience suffering, Lord, sometimes we forget that you are our Father who loves us who wants to draw us closer to you and have that intimate relationship with you. Sometimes we forget that you are concerned and you are involved in every area of our lives. Sometimes we forget that indeed our lives are in your hands because you are the one who created us and you are concerned. May we be reminded of your presence, your concern, your involvement every day of our lives. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring for us. We bless your name today. Lord, even as I pray for each and every one of us in this room, someone who is feeling low today and struggling with believing you as a father, maybe because of one reason or the other, that you'll encourage their hearts today. You'll assure them of your presence. You'll assure them of your concern. You'll assure them of your love. We love you, for you pray this, believing and trusting in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you.